I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 398 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have got a tremendous week of guests to bring you guys, as this week, First Class Fatherhood will be turning 400 episodes old. That's right. I cannot say thank you enough to all of you listeners out there who have made this podcast what it is today and made all of the success of the podcast possible Today's guest to kick off the week is Emmy Award-nominated actor and comedian Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh is well-known for his role in HBO's smash hit political satire comedy series Veep. Veep was nominated seven years in a row for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series and took the award home three times. Matt Walsh has had memorable supporting roles in popular comedy films such as Old School, Ted, The Hangover, Role Models, and Semi-Pro. You've seen him on The Daily Show, Late Night with Conan O'Brien. I'm grateful that he found some time to spend with me on the podcast. Matt Walsh will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Matt Walsh was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the Veep star, please get over to my YouTube channel, First Class Father, and hit me with a subscribe. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and Wednesday on the show, I'm going to be closing out what was just a spectacular month here of September and the 300s of First Class Fatherhood with episode 399 featuring NFL Hall of Famer Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson is a Super Bowl champion who was nominated to the top 100 players of all time list, so don't miss out on that. Friday, we're going to have a very special Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. It is going to be my 400th episode of the podcast. My guest is going to be retired Navy SEAL Commander Jocko Willink. I cannot even begin to tell you how honored I am to have Jocko on the show here. Uh, So let's go, Dads. This show has come a long way. That is all due to your help. Please help me continue to get the word out there. Next week, I'm going to jump right into the 400s here with a five-banger. I got five fresh episodes coming at you. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out which dads will be joining me here on the podcast. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with actor, comedian Matt Walsh. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped. And dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Matt Walsh. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, Alec. 
All right, let's kick it off like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? We have three kids, 11, a boy, 11. Uh, Emmett is 10, 11, excuse me. I'm so confused. Uh, Jude is 13, Emmett is 11, and Cece, our girl, is uh, 8. Very cool. What type of uh, sports or activities are they all into? Jude is a swimmer, mostly. Uh, he likes other things, but that would be his main sport right now. We're actually able to swim, which is great. One of the only pools in L.A. that's open now. And then uh, Emmett is doing virtual karate right now. In addition to uh, he's into D&D lately this is his latest. And uh, he just finished like a Lego that was like insanely complicated. So he, he still has that. He's growing out of it, but he's still doing that. And then Cece, my youngest, what we were into roller hockey, you know, inline skates for a long time, but there's nothing happening, unfortunately. So she was doing gymnastics uh, a little bit over the summer and they unfortunately all like to play Roblox or, you know, iPad games. So we're monitoring that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I got a son that's into that Dungeons and Dragons himself, and we, we miss doing stuff like that, taking the kids roller skating, bowling. Like, these are, you know, fun family activities that have been all put on the back burner here for all of us. So, yeah. Uh, if you could, Matt, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, I'm an actor, comedian. Uh, I was on a show called Veep. I was in a movie called Old School. Uh you know, I'm part of a group called the Upright Citizens Brigade. We came out of Chicago many years ago doing sketch, and now we teach improv. I live in Los Angeles. I've been here for like 16 years and a uh, diehard uh, Chicago Bears fan. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, obviously you've had a very successful career here. Along this journey, how old were you then? About how old were you when you first became a dad? And how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? started late, Alec. I, I think I was 41 when our first son was born, which is relatively late. My wife's a little younger than me. So, um, and how did it change? You know, it's a slow, obviously you love your kids to death, but I think I, uh, I don't know, how did it change? I mean, I guess in every way, the, the, the responsibility, uh, the joy of doing just simple things with a kid is great. Uh, you're more of a homebody. You know, you're more uh, setting up. Uh, you're getting into the school nonsense out here in L.A. Everybody's like treating grammar school and junior high and high school like college entrance exams. So you get stuck <laughs> into that. Um, you also learn your social circle is driven by your kids friends at some point. So you want to make sure that their friends have cool parents, but sometimes you can't dictate that. And uh, those are like the things that come to mind about what it, what it is to be a dad. And then I, I think you consider traditions. I think it made me investigate, like, what did I take from my life? What, like, rituals or traditions? You know, I was raised Catholic, and they were baptized, but we don't really go to church, but we still celebrate Christmas. And, you know, so it, it makes you investigate what you want to give them and the happiness uh, that you got from your parents. You want to pass it on. So sometimes that's in the form of rituals or vacations or silly, even silly family traditions, you know. 
Yeah, and that segues right into this, Matt. I mean, uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad, and is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Yeah, very different. My dad was very – We were. I was one of seven, very strict. They still spanked you and smacked you a little bit when you were little. Um, my mom was very strict but loving, but it was also very much about – Sometimes, you know, well, your dad, when your dad gets home, you'll get in trouble sort of thing. She had too much work to do. So I am, my life is more uh, engaged and more uh, on top of it. Honestly, like I've, I've had the benefit of being able to like, you know, be an artist and pursue a career and help, you know, help be a breadwinner, etc. But as far as my discipline style a much, di I mean, yeah, I never, I never spanked my kids. Uh, I try to keep an open communication. I spend a thousand percent more time with my family than my dad did. I'm sure he didn't have time. He was always working. So a lot of it is, uh, as they say, my love language is probably time spent just being with the kids. And sometimes it's, you're not necessarily their friend, but it isn't as a disciplinarian. I guess. So I'm a little yeah. softer. I guess I'm a little softer than my father was, but my dad was very loving. And, and I love that. Uh, the, the five love languages I've done, obviously I've done that with my wife, but we've done it with all four of our kids. And I think that's very telling to see. It's very helpful to see how they give and receive love. And it helps with the discipline, uh, a portion of parenting for us anyway, because all four of our kids couldn't be completely, you know, uh, more different than they are. So they each require a different style of, uh, of different uh, of discipline love and everything else so that is true you do learn they you take their lead obviously each kid has their own issues or their own passions or their own challenges so you do adapt uh you can't have the same uh administrative plan for each child and uh and i do remember thinking when i first became a dad i was very confident that i wouldn't screw it up because i felt like from my experience, that the, the greatest things my parents gave me were a sense of being loved, which never went away, like that sort of foundational that just comes out either. In, it didn't really come out in words in my family, but it was there. And I think a sense of like you can do or be anything you want as long as you work hard enough, you know. And so I had a very binary approach to being a fatherhood. Now it's much more complicated, and that's not in any way at all, you know, everything you need to be a good parent, but it did start that way. Oh, well, one thing I wanted to ask you here, Matt, is as an actor, since you became a dad, is has that influenced in any way which particular roles as an actor that you'll choose to play? Today's episode is being brought to you by Mellon. Mellon has designed a hat in collaboration with Navy SEAL Jeff Nichols and the Lone Survivor Foundation. This united hat is designed to bring us together as a nation, as a global community, and as neighbors. It is designed to inspire hope in one another and to work together towards positive outcomes. This united hat stands for getting things back on track and working together to get us there. United we stand. The Lone Survivor Foundation will be donating $10 for every Mellon United hat sold. The Lone Survivor Foundation provides a no-cost post-traumatic program to help U.S. service members, veterans, and their families recover from combat trauma. Visit Mellon or tap the link in today's show notes and rock your United Mellon hat today. United, we stand. Oh, 
Well, one thing I wanted to ask you here, Matt, is as an actor, since you became a dad, is has that influenced in any way which particular roles as an actor that you'll choose to play? Yeah, I think it has a little bit. I mean, I've always been a comedian, so I always like to choose funny parts or funny projects, and it's what I'm best suited for. And I do consider a little more like uh, I don't want that out there. God forbid my kids stumbled upon it. But not that I would have done it before, but I I guess I scrutinize things a little more. Not that they're – PG or G always, but I, I think I want the quality to be there and I wouldn't want to portray something that I didn't think had any, you know, irredeemable quality to it. But again, I, I, I would hope to think I was always doing that. You know, there's a, I always feel like sometimes you get a script and it's just like bleak and dark. And then the people that you're reading about and watching in this story, let's say they just get meaner and weirder and corrupt and more sort of disgusting. And I always feel like that's easy writing. And so I feel like it's easy to portray like a bleak and horrible world. So I've never been a fan of like, just like the bad Lieutenant stories, if you will. Yeah. Well, how about, how about also Matt, like, is it difficult? I mean, you, you do so much acting, you, uh, so much co- comedy. Is it hard for your kids to tell uh, when you're being serious, when you're fooling around or do they know, like, can they tell a difference can you, when you turn that on and off? I think I have gotten better at uh, realizing that, oh yeah, I, I, they're going to take me at face value. I think I was often joking sometimes. And of course they take you at face value. And of course they think you're serious. So I have learned to like, adjust like when I come into the house to make sure if I'm joking, I let them know. Yeah. What, what kind of advice do you have, Matt, for parents out there that have kids uh, that are interested in pursuing a, a comedy or an acting career? How would you kind of steer them, especially the way the scope of everything is kind of changed now from like uh, Netflix is being popular, Hulu, the streaming is becoming popular, like uh, kids that are just, you know, maybe getting out of high school now looking to start a, a career in acting or comedy, which way would you tell the parents to steer the kids? Well, I guess post high school, I guess go for it. Like I wouldn't want anyone before high school graduation to sort of narrow their focus and just focus on a career because there's a lot of pressure and guilt and disappointment in the, you know, the journey to having, you know, a successful career. And I think that's, you know, I think there's great value in having a lot of, you know, protecting a kid's innocence and uh, giving them options. And then obviously narrow scope is not good for your mind. Like I think you need, you know, life experience, travel. I think you need a good education in all obviously STEM courses, but like creative writing and things like that. So to narrow it into like honing yourself as like a tradesman in this acting game at a young age is a great disservice to blossoming into a full human being. Yeah, well said. And, and have the kids, do they watch you in any of the movies, the TV shows, the comedy that you do? Uh, and what do they have any critiques for you when they watch you or anything like that? Yeah, they're they're complimentary. They think I'm funny. Uh, I watched, I, I did a tornado movie called Into the Storm, and I, uh, I die in that movie. So that one was, like, tricky to watch with them because my little girl was... I had to pause it and remind her, you know, it's fiction and 
But in general, you know, I was on Veep, which they haven't really seen many of because it's the language is pretty, you know, R-rated, but it's it's a great show. So my oldest is probably he's 13 now. I would be comfortable watching that with him now because it is it is funny, but it is also uh, it's it's interesting enough, and it's not there's a lot of redeeming qualities in it. As long as there's redeeming qualities and stuff, I'm 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 on board for uh, the kids watching stuff. Yeah, good stuff. And what about now? As far as I know, we're all in this. Uh, we're we're in the pandemic. We're we're still dealing with the coronavirus. That's affected Hollywood films. Uh, just about every industry has really been affected by it. So, what what kind of projects or, or or plans do you have here that you're working on right now that we could expect to see in the future? Plug time to plug something. Well, uh, what do I got coming up? I might be going to Oklahoma to film a movie. Knock on wood. Uh, that I wrote with a buddy of mine about a couple that puts their uh, screens down for a weekend to kind of reconnect. And it's really hard to put the iPad down and the phone and get away from Wi-Fi. And it makes them a little crazy, obviously. And they get a little paranoid. Uh, so that is a movie called Unplugging. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, I got various projects. I can't think of anything. I made a an audio thing on Stitcher called Finding Marcus Tronk. Uh, it's like a six part comedy series about a documentary, a documentary filmmaker. All right. Very cool. Yeah, we'll be on the lookout for that. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Matt, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? <laughs> About to be father or new dad. I think, yeah, advice. I, I think uh, consider like uh, the things that brought you joy in your childhood and then feel free to create your own traditions, like whatever they may be. If it's Friday night movie night, then put them on the calendar and build them into your life or that, you know, that vacation home to see your parents. Like all those things matter because once they're in the books and they're scheduled, uh, then they happen, uh, they recur. And if they're not on the books, as you know, when the pace picks up and life goes a million miles an hour and you're just reacting, you know, like an infielder catching ground balls, then it's just going to go by the wayside. So especially when you begin with like a one beautiful baby, think about and enjoy creating your own traditions or revisiting some of the ones that you loved when you were uh, a kid. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Matt Walsh, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. Thank you. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Matt Walsh for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. A lot more action coming your way this week. Wednesday on the podcast, NFL Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, also on the list of top 100 NFL players of all time. Rod Woodson joins me on the podcast Wednesday. And Friday, we got the 400th episode of First Class Fatherhood with former Navy SEAL commander, Jocko Willink. 
All right, so lock it in for all that. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who will be joining me here next week and so much more. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for watching First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.